The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Ryan Hoppy and Fatsit. Listener discretion is advised. You are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. The following message is from Dwayne the Mattress Guy from Mattress by Appointment Hillsborough. Hey Ryan, just calling in for Hoppy in the Morning. Your podcast's been killing it lately. Been loving it, been loving it. Got the good vibes going. Nice job. That's right. We're doing 50 to 80% off retail. We've got the $25 down plan. Got to call me, text me. You know my number, 813-452-5555. We'll set up a private showing. Come take a look at all the queens that we got on display, but I've also got kings, foals, and twins. Whatever you like, we're taking on the same day. Just the other day, a guy was in uh, Javain, came in, uh, I think two weeks ago. He was looking for a king, got the mattress and the box spring, and uh, he had a 1 o'clock appointment with me. On, I think it was on a Thursday, and we had it in his bedroom before 2 o'clock. It was like 10 minutes to 2, I was pulling up to his house. So, I mean, it's that easy, and, uh, you know, I take care of my people one-on-one. I don't have a bunch of employees. Yeah, 813-452-5555. Ryan, you're doing a good job there. Thanks a lot. Appreciate all your help, and that's why I love uh, using uh, Mattress by Appointment to sponsor the podcast. Take it easy, man. It's time to turn Hoppy on. It's time to turn Hoppy on. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Other stations are tuned in too. Ah, uh, what's going on? This is Hoppy Hour. I am your host, Ryan Hoppy, hanging out with you. 856 49 Hoppy. 856 494 6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio, and you can always email me. Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. And also, you can listen to Hoppy Radio on every single major platform by searching Hoppy Radio, H O P P E Radio. But the most important part to remember is that we are on the iHeartRadio app. So that means that we have the talkback feature. So if you want to leave me a message there, I will be sure to play it on air. Oh, yeah, we have so much to get into. I don't even know where to begin. I kind of do because I have a lot of prep. <sighs> the Buccaneers won last night. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. If you look at Tom Brady's mannerisms, if you look at his expressions, it doesn't look like he's all there, man. It doesn't look like he's 100% in the moment. Y'all wonder what's going on. Oh, wait. You kind of know. It's from TMZ. Giselle Bunchen shows support for Brady, but skips QB's game. <gasps> That's not good. When in the 23 to 25 million years that Tom Brady has played in the NFL, when the hell have you ever seen Giselle Bunchen skip a game? When the hell have you ever gone, oh, my God, she's just going to, like, not go. She's always there for Tommy. Always. So it makes you wonder what's going on. Giselle Bunchen appears to be back in Tom Brady's corner, just not at least for Sunday night physically because the supermodel show showed love for the quarterback on her social media ahead of his season opening game but skipped the game in person. She penned a sweet message to the 45-year-old on her Twitter account just minutes before the game. 
Let's go. Add time, Brady. Let's go, Bucks. Oh, I'm sure she totally tweeted that out. It wasn't her sidekick or somebody that works on her team. This just in. Celebrities pre-planned tweets. You really think she was laying on the couch eating some Twizzlers going, I want to tweet and promote my husband. Soon to be not husband. The note, while short, is a pretty big deal. Considering multiple reports, she was furious with his decision to unretire this season. That she temporarily quit living with him. Yeah. You know he never wanted to retire. Um, here's how you know he never wanted to retire. When he wrote that whole thing, when he quote-unquote retired, he never said, I'm officially done. And I remember the next morning I was watching Good Morning Football or whatever that show is on the NFL Network. And uh, they were just like analyzing it. And they said he never said he was officially done. And right when the NFL Network is openly talking about it in that fashion, it kind of made you realize that he probably wasn't done. Like, I remember that specific moment that next day after he retired, I went, quote unquote, retired. I was watching Good Morning Football. And I was, and it was like Peter Schrager was like, yeah, there's something to this. You know what I mean? And I was like, Wow, that's actually a good point. Everyone's like, he's done forever. He's done forever. He pulled a Brad Favre. He did. And nobody really wants to say it because everybody bows down to the heavenly Tom Brady. Here is him at a press conference. It's all personal, you know, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with, so we all have really unique challenges to our life. And Yeah, Giselle's kind of being high maintenance again. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on, so. Yeah, we, we feel you, bro. Had to deal with Giselle. That's a lot of egos there. Forget about Bill Belichick dealing with Giselle. Oh, my goodness. You know, you just gotta try to figure out life the best you can, and um, you know, it's a uh, continuous process. So, yeah, I bet it is, man. I bet it is. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen reportedly hitting a rough patch in their marriage. Ah, who isn't? This is a divorce season. You notice the like millennials in their early thirties are all getting divorced. Makes me wonder if I should ever get married. I don't want to lose my girlfriend. You know, she really committed so much of her time to make sure everything was so stable at home so I could go live my dream. Yeah. According to multiple reports, the A-list couple's problems started when Tom returned to the NFL. But all the Bucks fans were happy. Less than two months after announcing his retirement. Yeah. Did you just need a vacation? Is that what brought you back? There was a little more than that. Uh, but at the same time, yeah. I took some time away, which is always important. It's tough to make a decision right at the end of the season. Yeah, it's kind of hard when your wife's pushing you and pushing you. And you're like, ah, oh, whatever, I'm done. Then you're hanging out with her for three days. And you're like, I can't do this. It's a big commitment to make for football. Yeah. And it's not something. So is being married to high maintenance Giselle. That's a big commitment. Forget about the commitment to football and getting CTE. Dealing with Giselle. Oh, my God. And I'm not saying Tom's innocent either, but... Giselle just has high maintenance vibes. You just can decide I needed time and I just figured I'm going to go at it again. 
and see what we can accomplish. So. The reports claim Giselle was thrilled when Tom first decided to retire, followed by her disappointment when that turned out to be short-lived. Yeah, I don't know what was more short-lived. I don't know. I don't have an analogy. That was really short-lived. Like He came back, and I was like, whoa. It gets harder and harder as you get older because you do take on a lot more in your life. Yeah, the rumor mill's gone into overtime with Tom and Giselle. Here's my thing. I root for Tom Brady. I... So the Buccaneers are my team. Like, I don't know. I'm just over the Chicago Bears. I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not really digging it. I'm not really vibing with it. I'm not really into being a fan anymore. I've not been in Chicago for eight years. Um, so it's kind of hard to root for them. So I like the Buccaneers. I root for them. I didn't really like Jameis. Didn't dig anything about him. Think he's a scumbag. Think he's a piece of garbage. I think he's a creep. One want him to date my daughter. Last month, Tom made headlines after missing practices, kicking off speculation there was trouble in paradise. That was my first week of working in sports radio, and I'm like, I can dig this. Tom has been excused today. Mm. He's going to deal with some personal things. This is something we talked about before training camp started. Why didn't you tell us ahead of time, Todd? Tom kept his explanation pretty vague when asked about the time off. It's all personal. You know, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with, so we all have really well, big challenges to our life. And Got it. Uh, you know, we're, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of going on, so, yeah. you know, you just got to try to figure out life the best you can. And mm -hmm. It's a uh, continuous process, so. And I think prioritization, I think, has been the key for me as I've gotten older, you know. Tom and Giselle married in 2009. Oh, wow, it's been that long. Amazing at her job. She's one of the, she is the GOAT. Yeah. And she's an amazing uh, mother. model, mother, Friend. environmentalist, Friend. Uh, director, producer. Yeah. Look at all the things she did. She is amazing. amazing. They share two children together, 12-year-old son Benjamin and 9-year-old daughter Vivian. They're just the biggest blessing in my life. I'm sure all the parents out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, not a day goes by where you don't laugh and smile at something that they do. And just a few months ago, Tom admitted that playing football takes a toll on his family life. Duh. I want to try to spend my time with when I'm focused on my job, my job. When I'm focused with my family, my family. And I look back at my parents and my, my dad and mom did the same thing for me. So I, I think what I was very emotional about is I do feel maybe some guilt that I haven't been able to do that in the same way for my kids. And yeah. I feel like I'm so driven to succeed in football and that's taken me away from other important priorities which are my kids my wife and she's really held it down for our family hell yeah you could go to the club i would never do this but pop some ecstasy and party to this uh closing music on entertainment tonight <laughs> dj hoppy yeah oh man we should probably take a break i don't know what to say happy hour happy hour Happy Hour will be right back. Oh, yes. Following segment was brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts. When I tell you that Amir Academy is the best in the Bay, I'm a man of my words. I would not lie to you. Okay. I would never put you in the wrong direction. AmirAcademy.com, 2800 22nd Street North, and that's in St. Petersburg, man. It's a good time. It's a good place. It's a good way to lose weight. For all the info, AmirAcademy.com. Happy hour. Happy hour. 
He is the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Finally, I'm one of those guys who can't wait to get to work in the morning. Like a dairy cow. Oh! Oh! Oh, yes! Yes! Oh! Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that I despise the royal family more than anything. Enough of them. Oh, they're such a good family. The way they protect Prince Andrew and they're racist. Let's bow down to them. Everybody in Britain kisses their ass. Everybody in Britain rips into Americans for our flaws. But you guys bow down to a bunch of royal losers. Tuned in too. Just saying. Get out of here. (laughs) This is great. Somebody heckled Prince Andrew at the Queen's funeral. (laughs) You know how Prince Andrew was hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein? You know how he had to pay out of court and he was alleged to be banging underage girls? No big deal. You know, that's just what they do in the royal family. They bang underage girls. At least he does. I don't know about the other ones. Prince Harry's banging that delightful, delightful person known as Meghan Markle. Don't tell her any of the inside secrets or she'll go on Oprah for attention because she has no redeeming values or anything, you know, unique about her. (laughs) Whoa, you showed your naked back on an episode of Suits. Wow, and you were on Dior No Deal? That's so cool. And then you went to a bar that Prince Harry was at and claimed you had no idea who he is? No wonder you didn't make it as an actress. You didn't know who one of the most famous people is. It's going to be hard to network, but we know that's a lie. You knew who he was. You were there, you know, grabbing the money, just looking to get married. Disgusting! So that was the audio of the heckler at the uh, funeral of Queen. No, the Queen died. I know you heard. It's only been everything online. And the heckler said, you're a sick old man. Oh, yeah, they're really doing a good job heckling overseas. Do you ever notice whenever, like, Britain or any other country tries to do, like, heckling or be their own TMZ, they're very polite, and it comes off just very lame? The American hecklers, man, we we know what we're doing. We are professional scumbags. They're just passive-aggressive scumbags by bowing down to royalty that was literally just born. There's nothing unique about the royal family. Oh, but they were born royals. Nice. This was the big clip that everybody was showing. It's so clear hearing you're a sick old man. Do you hear it? I don't. I just hear a guy. Well, you're you're hearing it, and I'm seeing a guy getting tackled by the cops. Oh, we we can't talk down to the royal family. Why? They're not your. 
whatever you are. They don't, they're not your politicians. It's like us bowing down to the Kardashians. We do. And we saw Kim bow down to Ray J. <laughs> we'll get to that and more later. R. Kelly j- trial. Juror suffers panic attack. Excused and replaced. One of the jurors seated in the R. Kelly trial in Chicago just suffered a panic attack during the break and proceedings. And the judge quickly moved to get them out of there. The unusual scene played out Monday when the juror, a white female, began having a panic attack after the prosecution closed their argument. (laughs) The judge says a white male alternate juror is now in. The guy has not seen the surviving R. Kelly documentary. Sometimes, like, I know that jurors can't know anything about the celebrities, like, previously. But the thing is this. A lot of times I feel like if you don't know who these people are, then you're not really paying attention to anything. And maybe you live in the middle of like a suburban Omaha suburb that has nothing going on. So you're out of touch. I'm just saying. Here is the info about R. Kelly. 856-49-HOPPY. And that's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. And you can always email me. Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com and use the talkback feature on the iHeart app. All right, let's hear what Harvey Levin has to contribute here. Yeah. Uh, R. Kelly is back in court for a new trial, mm. uh, and opening statements uh, were heard today. Uh, this is a really fascinating case. Um, you don't say. One of the most famous singers ever banging a bunch of underage girls and nobody seemed to care. That's pretty fascinating, man. It involves several things, one of which, if you remember back to 2008, this was heavily reported. We certainly reported it, where there was a videotape that apparently R. Kelly had shot and it looked like he was having sex with a minor in it and it... it- I love when they have to be alleged. It looked like. No, he was playing checkers with her and helping her with homework. What do you think he was doing, Harvey? Was graphic. Yeah. Uh, prosecutors could never quite get a handle on who this girl was or whether she was even a minor. Yeah. Well, it has all it come home to roost because. You're 18 years old. You're not really R. Kelly's type. Because now that person is an adult. And that person is front and center in this trial. Yeah, you guys, this is the infamous P tape that has been talked mm. about and mocked and joked about for years and years and years, yeah. dating back to 2008 when R. Kelly was a- Oh, don't act like you guys weren't joking about it. Oh, we're the almighty woke TMZ. Forget about it in 2008 when we probably made a lot of sexual jokes about it. Now we're, we're bringing up how bad it is. Shut up. It was acquitted in that- in that child pornography case mm. uh, because the alleged victim who was supposedly in that tape, according yeah. to prosecutors, supposedly she is in it, never testified and statements were put out on her behalf at the time, mm. denying that she was on tape. That helped get R. Kelly off at the time. Now, fast forward to 2022, prosecutors. Thank you for letting us know what year it is, man. I would have had no idea. Say that same person is coming forward as a 37 year old woman claiming she was in fact the victim and not only that but claiming that r kelly silenced her and paid her and her family off uh, at the time and went to extreme lengths through associates of his etc to get her out of the country on his dime and change oh that sounds good 
injury appearance and all these sorts of things. Uh, prosecutors say they have the goods now, uh, and not just is not just that 08 alleged victim, but other alleged victims who were apparently minors at the time mm. who were also allegedly videotaped having sex with, sex with R. Kelly as minors. They say they got all those tapes and they're going to play them for jurors. And they're going to be, they're basically- Can you imagine being a juror and you have to watch that, man? Oh my God, I don't, I don't have any like, um, jealousy of cops that have to watch those underage videos. I mean, that is, that is a horrible, horrible job. Also being a cop's pretty horrible. Um, here's what I'm saying though. I'm saying, has R. Kelly ever hooked up with somebody that's legal? And also, um, we need to look more into Usher. We need to like look into Usher a little more. Why do we need to look into Usher? Him and R. Kelly had that hit song, 15 going on 16 years ago in 2007. How was that 15 to 16 years ago? Time flies. Uh, he had the hit song, we're messing with the same girl. So you're messing with 16-year-olds? Usher? Hello, it's the FBI. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yes. Following segments brought to you by WestChasePrinting.com, the best printing company in all of the Bay Area. Here's how it goes. You go to WestChasePrinting.com, banners, yard signs, business cards, whatever the hell you need, print it up, man. It can happen. And when you use that invoice and you see that invoice, tell them that you heard about it on Happy Hour because they're going to hook you up with a good deal anyway, but they're going to hook you up with an even better deal if you name drop me. Raw info. I'm just being dramatic. Westchaseprinting.com. Happy Hour. Happy Hour. Listen to me, Randy. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, whether you're white or black or Sasquatch even. As long as you follow your dream, no matter how crazy or against the law it is. Except for Sasquatch. If you're Sasquatch, the rules are different. Forget it, Meatwad. I'm a circus freak. That's all I'll ever be. Whatever. Watch out. Hoppy is about to rant. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. What up? Yeah. Once again. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. And if I was on the radio, I wouldn't play that, but I <laughs> Cracks me up. Why does it crack me up? Ray J claims he shot three sex tapes with Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner. And that they picked the best one, that being Kris Jenner. If that tape was the best one you made, 
I'm just going to be real with you guys because I am the authority on all things pornography. Uh, you guys uh, do not know how to film a video and you guys were boring. Oh, that was our best work. Her laying there like a missionary queen while I went, yeah, if I had one wish. Oh, yeah, that was such good content. He said Kim's handwriting was on paperwork with Vivid Entertainment. Well, we knew that. It wasn't leaked. Of course it was sold. Anybody leaking that tape? They have no other videos to leak then. That's something you sell. You know what I mean? Oh, look, I, I have this tape of the secretary of Paris Hilton having sex. Wow, that's really good content. But when the person that actually made the tape sells it, that's going to happen. It was never leaked. Because if you were to show that to somebody, they would go, that this, this tape sucks. The singer shared a bunch of social media posts, that being Ray J on Saturday, where he threatened to sue both of them for defamation and said, you effed with the wrong person. She's effed with a lot of people. Um, Here's what I'm saying. Ray J is becoming a loser. Why is Ray J becoming a loser? This tape's like 18 years old. It looks so ancient. It looks like it was made in the 80s because it's such old technology. It reminds me of like all the people that quit that quit Howard show and then they're like loser and they just talk about Howard over and over and over again. They're like Howard was awful to work with. Ellen was awful, awful to work with loser. They might've been, but here's the deal. Buddy boy, you have not produced any new music since then. And you're talking about something over and over again. And you made that song. If I hit it or I hit it first or whatever, like you're basing music off of an awful sex tape. Like if that was the greatest tape of all time, if that tape was amazing, I would get it. I'd be like, you know what? I'm pretty proud of that too. You know what I mean? But the tape was garbage. And it's not like he can't sing. He had that one song in 2001 that everyone forgot about, but then he had One Wish. Then he had Sexy Can I. He wasn't a bad singer. He was, he was okay. He must have had bad management around him because it wasn't like he wasn't talented. I mean, yes, he was going up against Chris Brown, but I'm just saying, I feel like Ray J did it to himself to not be a more famous singer because he's a good singer. He's a punchline. Everybody makes fun of Ray J. It's fun to make fun of Ray J. But at the same time, I feel like we took his singing for granted. I feel like we didn't appreciate the greatness of Ray J. And I, I'm being dead serious. The dude can sing. The dude can't have sex. When you in your zone, who says that? Oh yeah, Ray J, thank you for getting me in the zone before I do a really gross act because I'm depressed. Thank you, Ray J. You're doing us all a favor. 856-49-HOPPY. IOS 16 is released today. Apple's latest software includes a redesigned lock screen and the ability to unsend messages. I don't like this. I don't like Apple at all. Like I have their phone and I'm sure by me saying I don't like Apple right next to my Apple phone, I'll probably get ads that say why Apple is the best because we know there's something with that algorithm where they are listening to us. There's no doubt about it. We can't lie to ourselves about it. We cannot be dishonest. They are listening. But I swear to God, there's this thing called the touch disease. There's diseases all around the world. But you know what the most frightening disease of them all is? 
that touch disease. After two years, your iPhone just quits working. You ever notice this begins to not work and you're like, oh, the, uh, the new iPhone came out and my iPhone's not really working. Yeah, these iOS updates are supposed to demolish your phone so you buy a new one. If they made such good products like a good iPhone cord, which they don't have, you would never have to buy another phone or cord again. Think about it. We're all peasants. You know what everyone's a peasant to, and I'm digging it, but I'm not really that into it, is TikTok. TikTok users spend 197 million hours a day scrolling through the app, 10 times the amount of any other social media. Uh, here's the thing. TikTok is okay. It's decent. It's whatever. It's an app. It can get you through some boring times at work or whatever. But here's the thing. TikTok would be amazing if you weren't allowed to plagiarize. If not everybody was doing the same trend, then TikTok would be cool. If you came up with original content, you know, and had an original thought in your head, then maybe TikTok would be cool. But teenage dirtbag, the trend of playing the teenage dirtbag song and then showing us pictures from 2008. Wow, you're so noble and cool. You used to underage drink, you 34-year-old, when you were in 2005 and you were 15. You underage drank? Wow, that's so edgy and wild. And you were goth and emo and like panic at the disco? Please tell us why you're going to be single forever. Happy hour. Happy hour. Yeah, it's like that. Happy hour. We'll be right back. This following segment was brought to you by I should be FitsageFitness.net. When I tell you that FitsageFitness.net is the best around, I'm a man of my words. I have known Devin Prasad, the founder of FitsageFitness.net, for years now. <laughs> That was my quarantine homie. We would work out at the park. Sounds erotic because it was. No, it wasn't. Here's what I'm saying. I've known this dude forever. I don't know if you noticed, but I only surround myself with the elite. That's why I got a new job. I don't know if you noticed, but I only surround myself with the best of the best. So when I tell you that FitSage Fitness is the best in the Bay, I ain't lying to you. I'm rooting for you. Go to FitSageFitness.net. He's got different membership packages. And then tell him that I sent you and he'll give you a good time. That sounds weird, but I'm being legitimate. FitzHFitness.net. Happy hour. Happy hour. Well, it was good while it lasted, I guess. But Sheriff, the glory hole is the pride and joy of Dougal County. Fella found an even older glory hole two towns over. Lord knows I ain't looking forward to telling the tourism board about this. Such an elegant concept. A simple lonely hole to commemorate his glory. Watch out. Hoppy is about to rant. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The Listen to radio show on the planet that the other stations are tuned into. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Happy Hour. I'm your host, Ryan Hoppy, hanging out with you. 
856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hobby Radio, and you can always email me, Ryan Hobby Radio at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, which if you are not, then you're crazy. If you go there, you can use the talkback feature. And you can communicate with me. And we can have a good old time. Baby, let's go. But if we're also on every other major platform. Spreaker, TuneIn, Mixcloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Odyssey, and iHeartRadio. By searching up Hobby Radio. H-O-P-P-E Radio. Okay. It's that time of the day. Time to rip into the losers. And no, I'm not projecting. It's time to rip into the losers known as celebrities that think they're so important. Happy Hot Topic! The drama surrounding the film, Don't Worry Darling, is not slowing down. Ugh. On Thursday, Shia LaBeouf responded to Olivia Wilde doubling down on her claim that she fired him as a... I wonder if, like, Olivia Wilde was just like, hey, Shia, can you make a big deal about being fired? I know you didn't really want to be there. You didn't really want to hang out with my pretentious, annoying personality. Oh, I bet Olivia Wilde's such a delightful angel. Because who is going, oh, I need to see the new Olivia Wilde movie. That's going to be a good time. You know, this is all pre-planned. The star of her upcoming film. Mm. The 36-year-old actor was asked about the 38-year-old... Shia LaBeouf's 36? I keep thinking he's like 25, man. I, I mean, it makes sense. Time's flying. But I'm just saying, I never would have thought that he was 36. You know what I mean? Before this decade's over, he, Shia LaBeouf... Even Stevens is going to be 40. No! director's claims during his interview with the hollywood reporter yeah. to which he responded quote it is what it is every blessing to her and her film passive aggressive shut up in a new interview published on thursday with vanity fair olivia reasserted that she did allegedly fire shia in 2020 claiming that she made the move after his former co-star Florence Pugh allegedly expressed that she was uncomfortable with Shia's actions. Yeah, he's got James Franco vibes, man. <laughs> hell of an actor, hell of a social media guy, but man, don't date my daughter, please. Quote, my responsibility was towards Florence. I'm like a mother wolf. Oh uh, yeah, I'm a mother of kids, so I'm a mother to everybody. Making the call was tricky, but in a way, he understood. Yeah. I don't think it would have been a process he enjoyed. He comes at his work with an intensity that can be combative, she told the- Yeah, he's a little combative, but you're so perfect, Olivia Wilde. You're such an angel with no flaws. Publication, adding- Besides having a midlife crisis dating Harry, oh, it's going to last forever. Because whenever a 20-something bangs a cougar, that, that's always- true love it's not just the the young 20 something being horny as hell and the cougar having a midlife crisis let me explain to you when somebody in their 20s hooks up with a cougar um that cougar is just using you and you're using her so olivia is using harry she's a real cougar yeah it wasn't the 
That's what she sounds like during the time of the month. <laughs> Harry's like, I'm gonna go run. Be combative, she told the publication. Yeah. It wasn't the ethos that I demand in my productions. I want him to get well and to evolve because I think it's a great loss to the film industry when someone that talented is unable to work. Passive aggressive. She's pretty much saying, you're mentally ill. I am not. I am perfect. I am a beautiful woman. So everybody's going to bow down to me. And you were a heterosexual man. And since the beginning of the Me Too movement, it is not cool to be a heterosexual man. So I am going to shame you. I'm going to bring you down. Olivia first claimed she fired the Padre Pio star during an interview with Variety last month. Oh, man. Can you imagine those two? <laughs> Hanging on in the same room. I don't know who's a bigger douchebag. Shia quickly defended himself, emailing Variety, denying that he was fired. Instead, claiming he, quote, quit the film due to lack of rehearsal time on August 17, 2020. I can assume, I can guess that when he sends an email, man, he's probably so, like, well-written and so pretentious. <sighs> Just, I'm just saying, I can imagine an email from him. It's just, it's just a lot, man. It's just a lot to take in. Like, he's just like saying a lot. He also forwarded two emails he claims he sent Olivia after her cover story was published. Mm -hmm. In one of the emails, which have not been independently verified by Access Hollywood, he wrote, Yeah, we haven't been able to like snoop in yet. Oh. You and I both know the reason for my exit. Yeah. I quit your film because your actors and I couldn't find time to rehearse. Oh, that's totally what it is. All the women are like, yeah, he was a creep. He's like, we didn't have time to rehearse because I was grabbing their butts and being a creep. <laughs> HR, this is uh, Olivia Wilde, Shia LaBeouf's a sociopath. The Transformers star also sent Variety text messages he allegedly sent to the director in August 2020. Yeah. And a video the Booksmart director sent him on August 19th, 2020. Got it, man. I got it. In the clip, Olivia allegedly asked Shia if he is open to, quote, giving this a shot with me <gasps> and mentions some alleged dispute between him and his former co-star Florence Pugh. I don't know if saying this line is either about acting or like sex. This sounds a little naughty. In the clip, Olivia allegedly asked Shia if he is open to quote, giving this a shot with me. Yeah, Harry will be there too. Happy hour. Happy hour. <laughs> Happy hour. We'll be right back. <sighs> We can't end a segment talking about a midlife crisis cougar without playing this one more time. We can't end it, man. Those, those are the noises that you hear in the bedroom of Harry and Olivia. Mm-hmm. All right, I think you got the point. Camille, that. All right. This following segment, we'll get to Camille Vasquez in a second. This following segment has been brought to you by Rich Keeley, Master Barbershop. When I tell you that Rich Keeley is the best barber in all of the Bay Area, I'm a man of my words. He is over at Salon Loft on Kennedy Boulevard, right next door to McDonald's. You might have to wait a few days because he might be busy, but it's worth it. Oh, I'm going to go to a chain haircut place and wonder why I always get a boring corporate haircut. Or you can go to the best barber. You might have to wait two days. You can join a waiting list or he might be available. You never know. You got to go to richkbarber.com because you can't just show up and go, hey, can I get a haircut? No, no, no. You got to go to richkbarber.com. And when you sit down in that chair, tell him I sent you. 
Hoppy. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. That right there is footage of the royal family mourning the queen. Can you imagine just watching this all day? I know this is probably boring to listen to, but this is the whole video. We're all going to die, and you were born into money. Good for you. Speaking of people that were born into money with no talent... The American royal family. Did Kim rip the Marilyn dress at the Met Ball? Did you help Kim release her sex tape? Am I your favorite child? Chris Jenner in the hot seat on The Late Late Show with James Corden. Yeah. Yeah, it was nutty. The momager taking a lie detector test and answering burning questions about her famous fam. Yeah, everybody goes lie detector tests are probably not that believable. Like, they don't use them in court. Hacky radio shows use them. But here is what I'm saying to you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I believe that if you are having to use a lie detector, your show is already dead. Oh, that's right. Um, he never had talent. That being uh, James Corden, he was a hack. So here's what I'm saying. Do you really believe this lie detector test? Oh, they're telling the truth. Those royal families, those Kim Kardashians, the, the royal family of America. Why would a lie detector test on a garbage TV show like James Corden be believable? Anybody that believes it is a peasant. And you're going to go, but Ryan, you're talking about it. I'm ripping into these losers. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Did Kim rip the Marilyn dress at the Met Ball? <laughs> no. No. She didn't rip it, her ass did. True. <gasps> See? We're clearing everything up today. <laughs> I'm James Corden. I'm a hack. How are we supposed to believe this lie detector? <laughs> the same way people named Lindsay watch The Bachelor and think it's true love. I like this game. And while we're talking about Kim, did you help Kim release her sex tape? (laughs) Naughty, naughty, naughty James Carden. He's so naughty. It's okay. No. No. No, we didn't release it. We sold it. True. Of course it's true. Oh, James Corden's such a loser. Poor Craig Ferguson, like, put in 12 years of good content. Poor Craig Kilborn put in, like, five to seven good years of content. And then this hack 
<laughs> no, and it's James Corden just ruins the Late Show's legacy. Oh, wow, I've seen with celebrity. I have a fake lie detector test. You should do a morning zoo radio show and do fake prank calls while you're at it, buddy boy, because you have no talent. But leave it to Kylie Jenner, the youngest of Chris's six kids, to ask the question every sibling wants to know. Am I your favorite child? Oh, I thought she was going to say, am I an accident? <laughs> yes. True. Oh, I bet that makes everybody else feel good. You know, Kendall's watching this, hanging out with Devin Booker in Phoenix, and she's like, that's why I don't hang out with my mom. From Chris's youngest. To my mom's kind of an imbecile. To her oldest. I'm proud of all my kids. Kourtney Kardashian. No, you're not. Her over the you're not proud of Rob. Just the top PDA with hubby Travis Barker. Yeah. yeah they like to make out. Yeah. A lot. Like, a lot, a lot. We know, we've seen it, it's nauseating. They're like a couple outside a Hot Topic in 2004. You don't make out either tongues. Do you think Travis and Courtney's PDA is too much? <gasps> Naughty. Once in a while. Most of it's good. <laughs> was a good bit there they finally had something be a lie because if it would have all been true then we'd know this bit's fake i don't know what's more fake their personalities or that bit happy hour happy hour probably the personalities happy hour will be right back oh yes following segments brought to you by db infusions.com you want the best cbd you want the best delta a to run man they're just gonna Fuck you up. But you got to go to dbinfusions.com, man. Make it happen, Captain. This is also being brought to you by... The following message is from Dwayne the Mattress Guy from Mattress by Appointment Hillsboro. Hey, Ryan, just calling in for Hoppy in the Morning. Your podcast's been killing it lately. Been loving it, been loving it. Got the good vibes going. Nice job. That's right. We're doing 50 to 80% off retail. We've got the $25 down plan. Got to call me, text me. You know my number, 813-452-5555. We'll set up a private showing. Come take a look at all the queens that we got on display, but I've also got kings, foals, and twins. Whatever you like, we're taking it on the same day. Just the other day, a guy was in uh, Javain, came in, uh, I think two weeks ago. He was looking for a king, got the mattress and the box spring, and uh, he had a 1 o'clock appointment with me. On, I think it was on a Thursday, and we had it in his bedroom before 2 o'clock. It was like 10 minutes to 2, I was pulling up to his house. So, I mean, it's not easy, and, uh, you know, I take care of my people one-on-one. -on -one. I don't have a employees. Yeah, 813-452-5555. Ryan, you're doing a good job there. Thanks a lot. Appreciate all your help, and that's why I love uh, using uh, Mattress by Appointment to sponsor the podcast. Take it easy, man. Happy hour. Happy hour. a $9,000 prostitute, please. Oh, do you have nine $1,000 ones? Yeah, good, and if you got an albino, send her up too. In like uh, 20 minutes, I'm gonna be asleep, so get him up here. I had like half a bottle of melatonin, six beers, this whole bucket of chicken. Oh, the Sandman is coming. Call Hoppy now, 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio, or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. 
Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Deadbeat. Dead alert. Whoa! Happy Hot Topic! Nick Cannon! That's right, I am on set of Season 8 of The Masked Singer. Season 8? That's how many kids I got. <laughs> You're a deadbeat! For now. Oh. Yes, we caught that for now. Yeah. Nine days after our interview, Nick announced he has another baby on the way, his third with Brittany Bell, but... Daddy issues! Just saying. Maybe his mass singer judges already knew. Before every show, I always go to the dressing room and say, hey, man. Shut up, Ken Jeong. You're so unlikable. He got so, like, political and just, he turned into a woman, which is not a bad or good thing. It's just, ugh, he's weird, man. And I just want to say congratulations, you know, season eight, baby eight, and then security kicks me out. And <laughs> you're so funny, Ken. Why did your sitcom not last? Because you're not that funny. Oh, I was the naked guy on The Hangover, and now I'm a judge of a mass singer show. Cool, bruh. The whole ritual that we have and uh, yeah. for a good show. So every time he goes to his dressing room, yeah. he's actually congratulating him on the new baby. Whatever. Every day, con con congratulations on a new baby. Congratulations on a new baby. Those kids are gonna be uh, raking in the dough. They're just gonna be having so much money given in from their dad, which is fine. The problem is they're gonna go broke because all the money is gonna go to therapy. Having Nick Cannon as a father. Oh my god. Whoa! Happy hot topic. Hey everyone, it's Allie for Hollywood Life with your Car Jenner Roundup, and let's kick today off with Kourtney Kardashian's new interview with the Wall Street Journal. While speaking with the outlet, the Poosh founder touched on her new nutritional gummies, Lemmy, and mm. she also had a few things to say about her sister, Kim. Now, of course she did. Now, one thing in particular was whether or not she would eat poop to remain youthful, like Kim said she would, and. That was weird. Everything else they do, I can defend, but eating poop? Get the hell out of here. Much to say, even court has a limit. When asked about this- Oh, that's good. She's got morals. The mother of three simply said, quote, I would not do that. That's where the line is. Oh, that's good. Well, I think that's the answer for most people. <laughs> I hope. <sighs> Moving on to Kanye West and this mystery woman. This weekend, the rapper was spotted out and about with a new woman as he seemingly tried to hide his face from the cameras. <laughs> Don't, don't show me. Even though you've seen pictures of me for the last 25 years or 20 years I've been around, but I, my face cannot be shown. I'm the grease man in the 80s. That's a radio reference. And photos, which you can see on HollywoodLife.com. Yeah. Although I don't think the grease man and Kanye West would have got along for uh, obvious reasons. Google it. The grease man, the original person to get canceled. He had a hoodie over his head with a baseball cap on and sunglasses as he walked by cameras outside of Giorgio Baldi restaurant in Santa Monica. Mm. Now the woman he was with kept her face out in the open and wore a long white dress under a Mrs. Greaseman black jacket from Kanye's Yeezy Gap line with a pair of white sneakers. Uh. So does this mean that Chaney Jones is officially out of the picture? Probably. Can't imagine Dane Kanye. He's just ugh. Him and Olivia Wilde should date. <laughs> Maybe. And speaking of Kanye West, let's move on to a name we haven't said in a while, and that's Jordan Woods. Oh yeah, that therapist got a lot of money the last few years. 
Last week, former BFF of Kylie Jenner posted a selfie wearing Kanye West's Yeezy sunglasses from his new Gap line. The beauty channeled some very futuristic vibes as she posted the selfies alongside her little sister Jody, who Wow, a selfie showing off your nice body? That's such a thing of the future. We haven't done that for the last 10 years. Wow, you're so innovative, Jordan. You really take care of yourself and you're in good shape with a nice body? You're a real innovator. It's almost like every girl in... I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That bit, I really had something going. I was really ripping into Jordan Woods. We were having a good time. We were vibing. You know, we, 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 we were just ripping into Jordan Woods. Oh, she, she ruined our relationship. That loser, that imbecile. And then I could not think of a one-liner. I just couldn't. I choked. I couldn't win. It was a car crash. Yeah. 856-49-HOPPY. Who wore a similar look. Now, these pics come at least three years after the massive drama that happened between the Kardashians and Jordan after Tristan Thompson essentially blew everything up when he kissed the 24-year-old while he was with a pregnant Khloe Kardashian. And Jordan blew everything that night, too. <laughs> Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. I don't know. This following segment has been brought to you by a mattress by Appointment Hillsboro. When I tell you that Dwayne the Mattress Guy is the best around, I'm a man of my words. A13452555. That's A13452555. Happy hour. Happy hour. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour on Z Radio Live. Someone hook me up with a flame. I'm having a neck fit. Err, uh, light him up. Meatwad. Here. Encourage him in his habit. That's a good smoker. When did you start smoking? This morning. I rose my whiskey. I'm going to tore up. We shall acquire some wine on the way to the mall. And then you can get tore up. And pass out in the hot sun. That's my boss. I don't think Meatwad should be hanging around with these moon people. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app Ladies and gentlemen here it is the most listened to radio show on the planet that the other stations are tuned in to Happy Hot Topic to some pretty shocking Eminem revelations about what really happened after that 2007 overdose. Took a long time for my brain to start working again. Eminem talking to his manager. An overdose hurting your brain? What a concept. Paul Rosenberg on the Paul Pod podcast about the road back from his accidental overdose of methadone in 2007. Yeah, I mean, you you literally were coming off of, you know, an, an overdose and, you know, they had to sort of stabilize you. Makes sense. A few medications. That's what happens when you overdose. Took you a minute to adjust to. Let's mm -hmm. just leave it at that. Yeah. It's a once in a lifetime. Mom's spaghetti. Eminem says he remembers taking 75 to 80 Valium a night during his deep. How do you not die? That's a lot of Valium. Like, taking Valium, you're a loser as it is, but 70 to 80? That's respectable, man. You're really trying to die. Detox process. He almost didn't make it. But once sober, Eminem says for the first time, he started having fun with music and relearning how to rap. It's the first time probably you were creating without having substances in your body in how That makes sense because in the early 2000s, because his overdose happened in 07, the early 2000s, 
he's probably like psychotic. Like the whole uh, Marshall Mathers and Slim Shady character. I'm going to burn down your house. Read the lyrics to Guilty Conscience. They're talking about underage sex. It's a little weird, man. That's right. Yeah. Didn't you ask the doctors when I first started rapping again and sent it to you? Didn't you say like, I just want to make sure he doesn't have brain damage. Uh, You had brain damage since day one. Speaking of brain damage. Kelly Ripa is sharing some of her dirtiest secrets. She has sex with her husband. It's it's crazy. We're so proud of you. We bow down to you. You have sex, Kelly Ripa? That's so noble of you. Preview shared with Hot Living Magazine Mm. of her upcoming book, Livewire, long-winded short stories, the 51-year-old talk show host recalled the time she lost consciousness after having sex with her husband. I would too, man. Mark Consuelos, writing in her novel, my eyes shift between the fuzzy images on the screen, the remnants of my ovarian tormentor, and Mark happily snacking away. Sex can be so traumatic, I think. What? And yet one of us is completely undaunted. There he is. Happily munching on the saltines now and ordering a second apple juice. Mark could be at a movie or a spa. Instead, I'm flat on my back wondering when the other two cysts will burst. In the- she's flat on her back, so she's a missionary queen that puts in no work. What a concept. No one saw that coming. She seems like such a team player. In the excerpt, she details the moment she woke up in a hospital and was told she had two ovarian cysts. Okay, well, that, this, this just got real. That sucks. That had to hurt. Which is what caused her to faint. The All My Children alum also reflected on the apparently inappropriate outfit her 51-year-old husband dressed her in while she was unconscious and being transported to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Also, here is my husband, who is, dare I say, stylish, well- Dare I say, overcompensate because I probably cheat on him. If you have to promote your husband that much, oh, he's got a, such a hot body, ladies. Clap. Ryan Seacrest is like, I find him attractive. At all times. And yet he dressed me like a dime store prostitute in my time of need. It's still baffling to me. Keep it classy. <laughs> to this day, that this is the best costume for the day that he could find for me. To the- oh man, she's gross. Like she's beautiful, but just the thought of sex with her. Yuck, man. Yuck. Think you know Zac Efron? Think again. The Bay- We don't know him. He's a celebrity. He's a... We don't know him. You think you know this person from high school musical that you've never met? What a weird intro. Watch Star is setting the record straight. Yeah. In a cover story for the Men's Health October issue, the 34-year-old addresses those rumors he had work done. Plus, recall... Well, you did, bro. Don't be embarrassed about it. Oh, I didn't know what I was doing. They put a gun to my head when I wanted to look younger. I hate when people get work done and then they deny it. It's like, shut up, douche. Pause how filming the 2017 movie in which he showcased his most chiseled physique negatively impacted him. Zach re- Oh no, being rich and famous. Reveals I started to develop insomnia and I fell into a pretty bad depression for a long time. So- ah, it was just a keto diet, bruh. Something about that experience burned me out. I had a really hard time recentering. Ultimately, okay. they chalked it up to taking way too many diuretics for way too long. And it messed something up. He adds, that Baywatch look, I don't know if that's really attainable. There's just too little water in the skin. Like it's. I don't know what was more obtainable, your body or that movie being good. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. So we're about to wrap this show up. Um. 
Nick Cannon should wrap it up every once in a while. But I want to let you know that quadpod.com, QODPOD.com slash Ryan Hoppy is the best podcast network in all of the universe. And ZRadioLive.com, ZRadio Live on Odyssey and on TuneIn. Every Thursday at 5 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. Central. You can listen to Happy Hour, and you can go to every single major platform that has a podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Spreaker, all of them, all of them, and search up Poppy Radio and spread the word. I record for the hardworking average Joe and Jane that grind in life. Happy Hour. Happy Hour. I got PhDs in four scientific disciplines. Really? Why do you think they call me Dr. Quinn? Um, I just thought that was a nickname. You know, like Dr. Dre. East Side. God, you're stupid. Hey, shut your hack. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Other stations are tuned in too. He never holds back and he speaks his mind. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Happy Hot Topic! Kardashian and Travis Barker are pressing the pause button on expanding their family. Oh, I thought they were pressing the pause button on overcompensating and making out in front of everybody and being gross. The 43-year-old reality star. They're just like a walking STD man. Kravis, that's what they call the couple. That even sounds like an STD. Yeah, I went to Ybor City last weekend and got some Kravis. I had to get some ointment, you know. (laughs) Honestly, if you go to Ybor City and the worst thing to happen is you get Kravis, you kind of won. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are pressing the pause button on expanding their family. The 43-year-old reality star opened up in an interview released on Monday with the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, worry about your own kids you have. About why she and her husband are taking a step back from their in vitro fertilization process. You don't need any more kids. Telling the mag, we started an IVF journey, but I stopped. It was a lot. I took a break to just focus on our wedding and getting married. Ah, that's probably important. Courtney and Travis documented the ups and downs. Oh, whatever. Camille Vasquez, Johnny Depp's attorney, who helped him win his legal battle against Amber Heard. I don't know why Amber Heard had such a bad lawyer. Camille Vasquez had such beady. (laughs) And uh, Amber Heard's lawyer was like, hello? Hi, am I allowed to be here? Like, she didn't command the room at all. Also, that case feels like 10 years ago. Is taking on another celebrity client. Vasquez is representing Yellowstone's Corianka Kilcher as she is being charged by the state of California with workers' compensation insurance fraud. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good lawyer to set up. (laughs) Results of an investigation released by the California Department of Insurance allege the 32 year old actress fraudulently collected over $96,000 in disability benefits. that's, that's, That's good. You're a hack actress. So you had to take money. Loser! From 2019 to 2021, and misrepresented her injuries to medical providers. According I to the s- Department of Insurance... I swear I'm paralyzed. ...statement... 
Kilcher originally filed for disability benefits in October 2018 yeah. after allegedly suffering a neck and right shoulder injury while filming Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yeah, I'd I'd be worried too about my career if I was in a Dora movie. Also, I'd be worried too of having Angelina Jolie sue me. A new twist in Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's ongoing legal drama. Yeah. Angie's former company, Nouvelle, files a $250 million lawsuit against Brad, according to new court documents obtained by E! News. If I had $251 million and they sued me for two hundred and fifty, million and they were like, if you give us $250 million and you only have $1 million left, we'll never, ever talk to you again, I would take it. Because, oh, my God, dealing with Angelina Jolie, forget about Olivia Wilde or Giselle. She's, uh, she's the worst. Happy hour. Happy hour. Money. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.